0: Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation, Through Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Gospel According to St. John Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said to him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you. You will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of man the Gospel of the Lord we should not be discouraged at the sight of our defects the Lord has taken them into account He wants us to make the effort to overcome them. As the time drew near for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely took the road for Jerusalem. Upon his entering a Samaritan village, the people would not receive him because he was making for Jerusalem. The Lord takes no action against the Samaritans for their inhospitable behavior. He does not even speak ill of them. He prefers to lead his company to another village. The apostles react in a different manner. James and John ask the Lord, Do you want us to call down fire from heaven to burn them up? The Lord takes advantage of this opportunity to teach his disciples to be understanding towards everyone, even towards those who do not understand them. The Gospels are replete with examples of the personal defects of the apostles. James and John and the others had their shortcomings even as they took in the words an example of the Master. God knows that spiritual growth takes time. He has no illusions about the weaknesses and defects of his disciples in every period of history. It was this same indignant John who would write many years later he who does not love does not know god for god is love he has been converted into the one we remember as the apostle of charity and love without ever losing his identity john was transformed by the workings of the holy spirit the central theme of this letter is charity saint Augustine has commented on the first letter of john that he said many things Practically all of them were related to charity. It is John who has given us Christ's new commandment, the Mandatum Novum, that is, the distinguishing characteristic of his disciples. John learned the fundamental lesson from the Master, that if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Tradition has preserved for us a number of details about the final years of John's life. He always insisted on the importance of fraternal love. St. Saint Jerome, Saint Jerome relates that when the disciples took John to prayer services, the apostle would repeat again and again, little children, love one another. When the disciples asked him why he always said the same thing, John answered, this is the Lord's commandment. If you follow the commandment, it is enough. Whenever we have a glimpse of our many defects, we should meditate on the lives of the saints. They had their defects as well, but they struggled against their defects with humility and ultimately achieved sanctity. This has been true despite personal faults that had led to unchristian behavior, as we once saw in the case of St. John. The continual assistance of the Holy Spirit In the wake of the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit completed the formation of those who had been chosen to be supporting pillars of the church in spite of their frailties. Since that time the Holy Spirit has not not ceased to operate in the souls of Christians at every epoch. The inspirations of the Holy Spirit occasionally affect us as fast as lightning that we be generous in some small mortifications, that we be patient in the face of adversity, that we control our senses. At other times, the Holy Spirit acts directly to inspire some good. He speaks to us through the advice we receive in spiritual direction, through events in our lives, through the impressive example of one another, through reading a good book. The Holy Spirit wants to lay in the edifice of my life the stone which is there and then needed. God has great plans for us, but they will only be realized with our docile cooperation. Everything has been ordered, permitted, decreed by our Father God so that we may achieve holiness. It is for this very reason that we have been created. This is the way in which we are to find happiness on earth and in heaven. Pain, suffering, and failure are permitted by God so that we might never lose sight of our last end. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. God never stops loving us, whether he gives us consolations or permits us to experience affliction, suffering, poverty, or failure. Even more, God never loves me more than when he sends me suffering. This is a divine caress that which we should be grateful. In today's Gospel, St. Luke reminds us of how determined Jesus was to go up to Jerusalem where the cross awaited him. St. John did not change in an instant, not even after receiving the rebuke of the Lord. But he did not become discouraged by his failings. He stayed by the side of the Lord, and grace did the rest. This is what God asks of each one of us. With the passing of years, the apostle remembered this event, as well as other occasions. When he was far from being in tune with the spirit of the Master, he recalled the patience Jesus had with him, how many times he had to begin again. This recognition served to deepen his love for Jesus. The Dominant Defect God granted St. John a profound grasp of the meaning of charity, both in his writings and his personal life. The Lord chose him to watch over Our Lady. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, John wrote these words of great wisdom, By this it may be seen who are the children of God, and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not do right is not of God, nor he who does not love his brother. We cannot become discouraged at the thought of our faults and failures. The Lord knows full well what we are made of. He relies on time and grace along with our desires to improve. According to many authors of spiritual books, Progress in our life of piety depends a good deal on our recognition and our understanding of our dominant defec- defect. This is a defect which has the biggest influence on our behavior and thinking. It typically becomes evident in what we do, what we want, what we think. It can be vanity, laziness, impatience, pessimism, a critical spirit. Each person has his or her own path to holiness. Some people require fortitude. Others need more hope or joy. If we think of the interior life as a life as a little fortress, then the dominant effect is the weak point in the wall. The enemy of the souls looks precisely for this area of vulnerability so that he can enter the fortress with relative ease. As a result, we would do well to know this weakness. We ought to ask ourselves, What do we habitually have our hearts set on? What worries us most? What leads us to suffer or lose our peace or fall into sadness? Most of the temptations we experience will be related in some way to this dominant defect. This strategy is completely logical from the enemy's point of view. Progress in the interior life requires knowledge of this defect. Let us ask God for his grace in overcoming it. Lord, keep away from me whatever keeps me away from you. We can repeat this prayer many times a day. We should build up the firm resolution never to make a compromise with our defects. The particular examination should be focused on the wearing down of the dominant defect. In your particular examination, you have to go straight towards the acquisition of a definite virtue or towards the rooting out of the defect which is dominating you. We will find the strength to wage this lifelong struggle in personal spiritual direction. Mary, our mother, will forever offer peace and joy to all those who resolve to follow the Lord. Our step should be lively like that of the virgins. Like Mary too, we will experience pain, exhaustion from work, difficult moments of faith. We walk hand in hand with Mary, who is full of grace. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit have showered her with gifts. She has been made the most perfect creature. She is a person like us. Her mission is to give out good things. More than that, she has become herself, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Mary, Mother of Jesus, sign of consolation and sure hope. She is the guiding light that goes before the pilgrim people of God. She is our mother. She is the way to reach the Lord. Mary will fill our lives with joy. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.